Yeah, it's your jam. Intro music. Her finest is reading. Or reading with finest. This is like mm, episode nine or ten. Ten. Nine. It is one of those. <clears throat> Let's get started with this story. Is Keisha Gatima? In the commentaries. All right, let's get to it. Once a young woman named Keisha Gadima married into a wealthy family. She was not well regarded in her new home. But when, when a child, but when a child was born, a son, she was at last fully accepted. Keisha Gutima died on her child. She loved is is very perfect. Tiny bone. Is dark eyes, curling toes, smiles, and sighs. Keisha Gutama's child became sick. Despite all efforts to save its life, it died. She became crazed. She would let no one take the child from her. In her unbalanced mind, she clung to the one thought. The Buddha, the teacher, the great physician would save her from this nightmare and restore her child. Right. He's a physician, not a, like a, you know, what's that? Uh, dang, I know this. People that bring things back to life. Oh, it'll come to me. I'll say it later. I know it's so simple. Um, conjuring. There we are. <clears throat> He's no conjurer. At least that I know of. Well, anyways, with the child on her hip, she left her husband's home, and set off front to find the Buddha. So this is a lady carrying around a, uh, a deceased baby. All right. It's not funny. It's sad. It's traumatic. But it's kind of funny, you know. Kind of. All right. She arrived at the assembly and, approaching the Buddha, made her request. World honored one, she begged, please restore my child. The Buddha said to this heartbroken woman, Kisa Gatima, I will do so under one condition. You must bring to me one tiny little mustard seed from a house in which no one has died. Okay. Then I shall bring you your child to, to life again. Kisa Gatima ran off in joy. Hopefully not with her dead baby. Um, with her baby. Her, her baby. <clears throat> she knocked on the first door. Have you, she breathlessly asks, any mustard seed is for my child. The woman of the house said, yes, my dear, I can give you one, some mustard seed. I only need one, said Kasimgati. One seed, asked the woman, surprised. Yes, one. I can give you one mustard seed. Kisa Gatima's heart leapt. Soon her child could, would, be, would live would smile and sigh and laugh and cling to her with tiny, perfect hands. Excuse me, but no one has died in this house, have you, have they? Asked Kishigatama. My dear, answered the woman at the door, my father died last week. Oh, so are you carrying your dead dad around? Because if you go to the Buddha, he'll bring that, he'll bring them back. I'm not going to tell you because I don't need the competition. So I'm going to go ahead and not say anything. <clears throat> oh, said Kasagatami, Gatama, I must find my seed elsewhere. 
Again, she knocked and knocked, and again she requested a mustard seed, and again a mustard seed was offered. Who did not have one tiny mustard seed to spare for a distraught woman and her child? Excuse me, said Kesagatama. You have not had a death here recently. My dear, my husband passed away a month ago. He's right here on my hip. <clears throat> Just kidding, he's on my back. I don't carry my, my husband like a child. Or, or, do, or do we, because I guess men are children. All right. I must search elsewhere, said Kisagatama. To house after house she went. Household after household freely offered her the mustard seed she required. But from house after house, Kisigatuma turned away with a sinking heart. In each house, the story was the same. My mother has died. My aunt, my mother-in-law, my wife, my daughter, my brother, my uncle, my father, my nephew, my cousin, my father-in-law, my son. On and on. The endless lament rate rising from every household indeed there was not a single household in the city from the palace of the king to the poorest beggar's hovel in which such a magical mustard seed could be found a mustard seed from a household in which no one has died kisagatama found herself walking the streets of the city with her dead baby on her hip i knew she had that baby still on her hip okay she had come back to herself her eyes were clear, her mind alert. The sorrow she bore was no longer her sorrow alone. It was the sorrow of all. All that was born she now knew dies. All that comes into being must sooner or later exit again from being. There is no household that death spares. This was the hard, simple truth. She knew it. Now go bury your baby, please. Or at least burn it and cremate it. She knew it now in her own. It was her own. <clears throat> it was the truth. She took up her dead baby in her arms and kissed it gently. She kissed the perfect forehead, the curling fingers, the tiny toes. She brought her baby home, wrapped in a tiny mustard seed in his funeral garment, and at last, and said, <clears throat> at last, said for her farewell. When the funeral was completed, she left the house and returned to the Buddha. Well, Kesagatama, asked the Buddha, was your request successful? Did you, did you, my sister, find the mustard seed that brings life from death? Now, you know, Buddha, petty ass. I like the Buddha because, you know, why, why ask such an obvious question? But I understand he's being nice. Or is he? <clears throat> World honored one, she answered. The mustard seed that I could find, I have already left with my own beloved child. All that is that all that is born dies every child mother king man woman every cow dog tree star all go the same route i have found the mustard seed now i make of you one request accept me into the order i was dead i have come back come to learn to live so Kasigatama was received by the buddha into the order and working hard gained liberation good for her that was a very good story again i i love i love death um it's fun to read about, fun to learn about. Uh, yeah, Buddha's kind of petty, but in a good way. You're learning things. You got to learn it. This is the way he does it, or she. Uh, but uh, funny, and I can't say I don't dislike the pettiness, though. I enjoy it. 
I'm going to read the commentaries now. A famous, beautiful, direct teaching story. One traditional uh, appellation, appellation for the Buddha was the great physician. Of his teaching healed the sickness of the unexamined life in the world. In the well-known Zen ox herding pictures attributed to the 12th century Chinese Zen master, Koi An Shayun, which demonstrates the successive stages of the spiritual development in Zen. The greatest stage is shown in the 10th and final picture of the series as not holding aloof from life, but rather mingling freely and unselfconsciously with all people. The verse to that illustration includes these lines. Without restoring the magical powers, whether trees have shifted swiftly brings to bloom. The implication is that the fully enlightened person without a self-conscious, without self-consciously trying, naturally helps others their own innate potential. But, uh, okay. Without consciously trying, naturally helps others realize their own innate potential. So, the Buddha is not being petty. He's not making you go through, he's not making you run down the street with your dead baby on your hip with joy thinking that you're going to find something that cannot be found he is without even realizing it self-consciously letting them hit their potential and hit their potential and if that is how that person has to do it so be it you know buddha's a humble person all right thank you for listening i really enjoyed that story thank you uh Ba-doop, ba-doop, doop, doop, ba-doop. Three even finest.